I did see that horrible thing that happened on the news not long ago, what, a little bit ago about the elderly woman that got knocked down. She was like 92 years old and the person did it just because she was Asian. Yeah, just because she was Asian. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't really know. I have a hard time wrapping my head around that because I'm Asian. My mom's Asian. So it's a really hard idea that my mom's not safe out there going to the grocery store you know so it's really disgusting especially living in the south i yeah. mean that's what's and, I, and i'll just yeah go ahead and say that too like it's a big difference and i don't want to hear people like oh well, that last thing happened in colorado thing yeah uh shit happens everywhere but there's no there's not such a place with such prevalent fucking hate and aggression um Without any consequences, like people are no just unabashedly just right. hateful in the South, well, which is so contradicting because as far as the hospitality goes, but as long as you're just like me, you know, it's like yeah, if, you if, gotta fit in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then then I will. Not that you fit I'm, in. That's so sweet to you and everything. You know, a sweetheart, honey. Well, yeah. and I read that like, uh, what was it, three thousand eight hundred hate crimes against the Asian American community since. Since the pandemic started. Yeah. It's gone up exponentially thanks to it being, call, being called the Chinese virus by. Yeah. I couldn't. I went to Florida um, via air travel right before the pandemic hit. It had to be in like February, I think. And so it was literally a thing. But it was, if I'm not mistaken, we still had to wear masks mm-hmm. and like carry Lysol. But it wasn't that big. Everything wasn't shut down yet. And um, I do recall, though, all the Asian families that we saw in the airport, the level of uncomfort that, like, you can feel everybody else just fucking looking at them for, like, I'm like, right. Just for traveling. And why? Like, and why? <laughs> why? Like, why? Yeah. And this is before <laughs> we knew it had, like, like heavily even reached American soil and we were getting a few cases pop up and everything, but like not to where we were shutting everything down yet. And it was so aggressive and uncomfortable. And then you can feel like they would just like walk down the hall and like keep their eyes forward. They didn't want to look at anybody. Right. And it made me, it's, it's fucking terrible. Because oh yeah. My mom goes to the grocery store now, ball cap, yeah. sun, big old sunglasses on. It's just like, can I you... don't have the heart to tell her that makes her look more Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mom, you look like a tourist now. So... You just need a fanny pack. That's all you need. Exactly. Oh, oh she got one of those. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So she, well, she said. It's like, can you imagine, can you imagine what, uh, Muslim people used to feel like right after 9-11. Like, holy shit. I mean, you know, even this, even today. Even like, today. Even today, you know, you go to get on a plane and somebody has a turban on or something or any kind of headdress from their culture. And the fucking... And people, there are even people on social media that make a big deal about not making a big deal about it. They're like, I sat right next to this Muslim man the whole plane ride and I, you know, talked to him and all that. And it's like, oh, you treated a human like a human? Right. Again, you want praise for shit that you're supposed right. to do? That's a white people thing, I think. To be it's like, definitely I is. got black friends or I've, I've yeah, got Asian exactly. friends or 
I've got a Muslim doctor or I've got a Muslim friend and yeah. you're just like it is yeah. what okay, but does, does your friend have a name? Like, do you right. know them as a name? Do you know their or do you know names? them by their <laughs> My friends don't have names, though. I call them all friend. <laughs> God damn. I do have a we have a customer. She's crazy as hell, but she really does call everybody friend. Yeah. She'll call you. Hey friend. Hey friend. Well, you know the thing the thing about the whole about look. First it was it was Native Americans, then it was Muslims, then it was black Americans and Asian Americans. What's next? Oh, is terrifying. The, uh, Spanish Americans. Don't oh, forget okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, During yeah. The, what four years ago? The whole wall and. Oh yeah, exactly. So it's look. All I have to say is that as a white male, um, there's going to come a time when all of this comes back on us, and as terrifying as that is, we probably fucking deserve it. Um, I just. You've got everybody, you know, like uh, white people are always like, oh, never forget 9-11, you know, never forget Independence Day, uh, never forget the Alamo, never. never forget this and that. But you bring up slavery and they're like, that happened so many years ago, just let it go. It was 400 years ago and, and it, that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, me and my family. It's, okay. What you, gets me you though don't get is to like pick and choose. These people, they well, these people, a lot of people, they decide that they're going to be angry because of war. Yeah. Because we fought on two different sides. Like, how about being angry at the government that put us there? Right. We didn't choose. Most of them, most people don't really choose. You know, we no. have that freedom here, but most other countries, you have to go to the war. Whether yeah. you're male, whether you're female, doesn't matter. Yeah. You're going to war. Well, I think that you that's know? a big thing that's lacking, like, in Switzerland. A lot of countries do the same, but, I, you know, I think about Switzerland all the time where, like, they require at, immediately after high school you are required by law to serve two years in the military. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you get free health care, free education, free, right. and then you're free, like you can get out and do your own thing. But now you've created an entire culture and society of people who have learned discipline, mm -hmm. who have learned the benefit of uh, partaking in like building up your country and protecting your country and participating in um like a social sense of patriotism and, and exactly you like know? you you are building into your community and you're not just leaching off right. of and which one though they're i think i believe it's them that they've even developed it to where how they recycle their trash into energy that they're able to use that as a form of electricity and they've gone through so much of their trash that they're actually they're shipping. importing trash. They were, yeah. more. They yeah. were importing trash from other com other other companies, other That's countries, insane, yeah. other dude. countries because they're using it as electricity yeah. to power their their country. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an amazing article mm -hmm. to read, but yeah, and and they just developed a way that they they burn it and use that as an immediate fuel. Mm -hmm. I just I have such a there's disconnect. a couple of countries that have really. It, made that happen we just and we refuse to just catch on like i know we're really trying now but it's already a it's a capitalization really fucking thing. late for us to be i mean our biggest thing for america everybody wants that american dream everybody wants the, the shiny car the shiny boat the shiny house you know i mean so if we can't capitalize on it well then we're a 
we're a nation of consumers Mm -hmm. and all we do is consume and consume and consume and nobody ever thinks about not many people think about the outcome of all that consumption you know right so i mean it's just like i i i think that's why i like tinkering with things and fixing things because it makes me i like to recycle i like to reuse i like you know i like fixing stuff instead of and i hate how everything is built so cheaply now every like everything's disposable oh, you yeah. know like it's cheaper to go buy a new refrigerator than it is to then to fix it fix the one that you have when you, you know? used to fix it right yeah but well no i definitely agree but there's a problem there somewhere you right. know why is it more expensive to fucking replace it is it because the service charges are too high or is it because the part that you're having to buy is somehow manufactured independently at a much higher price than like you said putting it in a whole new fucking piece of hardware would be like if you were to buy a new fridge is going to be cheaper than the service cost of the part and labor to replace it and there's something that's just not right about well i think part of that too is that there's no trades anymore you know what i mean yeah like there's a there we've lost the art of the trade work yeah yeah you know and there's so good services yeah and finding people that can do that bartering right you know I mean, that's why there's so many specialty fields now, because there's so few people yeah. actually doing those trades that they're making a killing. Like, I think the, uh, maybe it was, I, I want to say it was Forbes magazine, but they said that a plumber today could start out his own business or her own business and immediately start making over $100,000 a year. That's crazy. Yeah, because so, they're not nobody's going into the field. I didn't look. I was going to wait till later to tell you girls, but we're actually closing the podcast studio. I'm going to school to be a plumber now, starting immediately. (laughs) This just is, I I don't have the funds to keep this going and I need to find a new venture in life. So, but there's so many trades that are like that now because they're just, they're specialties now, you know? Yeah. So, well, nobody wants to do those things anymore. I mean, nobody wants to fucking be teachers and doctors and everybody wants to be famous and everybody wants to be, uh, they want to. They want the most back without giving anything. They want to do the least amount of work and get the most out of it, and that's everybody. That's the fast track to fucking fame and fortune. And even if even if you're just looking for like covering your own ass, like you still people would rather do the easy thing than what's needed. Whenever, like you said, there's a lot of fields that are just losing people in large quantities because nobody wants to learn that trade anymore. Right. Well, it, I was watched this documentary I told you about called Faking Famous. Mm-hmm. And it t- showed how they took three people, they bought them bots, you know, they kept making their lights go, likes go up and comments go up. And next thing you know, they're getting free stuff. Yeah. And all they did... Influencers and shit. Yeah, was have a robot say, oh my God, you're so adorable. Mm-hmm. And their numbers went up. Yeah. Right. Have you ever seen some of those... Um, it it's like <clears throat> switchboards used to be, you know, in like early telephones and stuff, like the operator with the headset and switchboards and shit. But it's like a big board, and it'll be fifty or sixty phones like attached to it, and they're all plugged in, and they've all got different accounts. And it's just like this little old lady fucking chain smoking and just like pressing like and switching all these different things, and like like fucking octopus just all over the place with multiple hands just liking all this shit 
And that's what they do all day. I have when you outsource shit like that, it typically, yeah, it's typically (laughs) in like uh, in the Philippines and everything that these people like are doing this because they can pay these people fucking sad amounts of money. But then it's really all they're doing is just sitting there on the phone and like botting shit basically. And that's crazy to me. It's like you know, it's we have a shortage of chips right now, like. Uh, like in, intellectual potato? chips, <laughs> yeah, potato, <laughs> chips. Um, potato, like processing chips for phones, TVs, cars, everything. Right. Like the the chips that run all the hardware that we use for everything that's technological based these days, um, because of the demand of everything. But then the pandemic stopping production and then getting behind when we were still producing things and everyone was staying home buying shit right but we're still not making anymore and now we are like in a mass chips shortage um that we don't seem to like we don't aim to come out of until sometime at the end of next year even like apple spending 10 billion dollars a year on like their chip like their ai like manufacturing research and development right and that doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but when you think about it, it literally halts any like technological advances for the next two or three years. That is insane. Yeah, it is. Um, thinking about things like we need to be making changes now because the planet's in such fucking disarray and in uh you know, we had that minutes to midnight, if you're familiar with that, like midnight being the doomsday clock and everything. Um, oh, okay. They put one up, like somebody put, we're like two minutes from midnight or 30, 30 seconds from midnight or something. And I can't explain it I, exactly, but it's it's basically like counting down the doom clock of where there's irreversible damage done to the planet. And we're just recklessly speeding towards that yeah. midnight number. And well, I read somewhere that they we only have six more, not not six more, 60 more, 60 to 80, I think it was. I have to remember. I think it was 60 to 80 seasons left Yeah. in our crops Yeah. before they cannot produce anything else because there's, cause we're depleting the soil so yeah. rapidly. Well, biomass has, like, the weight of man-made synthetic material on earth has finally reached where it's outweighed biomass so that means everything in the world that's man-made now weighs more than all organic material on earth that's insane that is insane i feel really dumb right now i just want to say that's why i'm just sitting here quiet (laughs) i have no idea what to say so i'm just gonna be like uh-huh well, uh-huh look you could have gotten away with just taking like just dropping the speechless verdict <laughs> on it because it is it's it's ridiculous and i mean it's, it's terrifying really, and it's not a fun topic to talk about it's it's, it's a real fucking mood killer because it's terrifying but it is terrifying it's also things like going back to you know advocating for things that you believe in and yeah there are going to be tons of tons of people that don't find it like an entertaining topic but if anybody takes anything away from it and thinks like Okay, well, look, 
do some reading, look a few things fucking up, and pull your head out of your ass and get off social for just a minute and quit looking at the memes that are going by and what people are telling you on there. Go do your own research. Go find things out. And oh, then figure out what it is that you stand for. Yeah, you know, that's... And whether it's women's rights or any person of colors, you know, equality for equal pay, which is a big thing that we're dealing with right now. Trying to get an equal dollar for every man and woman, regardless of uh, age, race, or sexual orientation, or or gender, um, getting everybody paid equally. Yeah. Another thing that I've seen is like we really need to be. A lot of people are advocating for everyone will argue that's of a certain generation, but. We need more millennials in politics right now because why are we letting the same old white assholes make all of the fucking decisions for us that aren't going to affect their future? Yeah. Something they're not going to be around for. We're still allowing people of very old money and very old ways of thinking to make decisions for an entire new generation of us that are still advocating for a lot of change. We don't like the way that things have been. And instead, we're entitled assholes and kids that just want everything given into them. And it's like, no, we want everyone to be fucking treated fairly so that humans don't have to struggle. And then we've created an entire uh, entire generation of kids that are just fucking depressed and struggling with mental health and then have to go to therapy and all this shit and i, and I don't want to hear older generations and and boomers and shit like oh just fucking man up just grow up don't come at me with that shit you can't you can't treat us like that our entire lives and then say that everything's our fault you never gave us a fucking chance to right. make anything better and nobody has done anything else to make changes we've just continued to get to the point where we're murdering mass quantities of other cultures and races because we just and talk about entitled like and then they're just walked out in fucking handcuffs and then deemed what was a mentally stable or mentally unstable white male look you're putting that shit out there too like mental stability isn't just something like it's just willy-nilly like oh well you know they have mental uh, mental uh, disability or they're bipolar they're schizophrenic and mm-hmm. then so they can't be trusted it's like wow that really lops them in with all of us and you know people who do have mental disorders or what's the real problem here is that is there a problem with mental dis- disabilities that causes you to do that or are you just putting a name on that with everything else and just fucking tossing it out as an excuse for something this heinous violent crime that somebody's committed on an entire Asian culture or black culture or, right. or Hispanic culture or anything else. Rachel, mm-hmm. how old were you for the first time you feel like you experienced any kind of racism? Um, I've experienced racism my entire life, probably for as old as I can remember. So I remember being a very small kid being called a chink, you know, in a very derogatory way, um, multiple times as a kid. Um, my mom being glared at um just what really shook me was when my daughter first experienced racism because she was with me at a restaurant because my daughter is less asian than i am she doesn't really have a lot of asian features and uh i took her out to eat and the lady was blatantly rude to us And I just kind of, I kind of just pointed out a couple of cues to look for for her own safety because she's old enough to have those conversations. And I'm glad it's not something she experienced her entire life. Yeah. 
You know, even though she's like pissed that she doesn't experience it because she wants to be more Asian. <laughs> right. And that's what, like, not only have you had to have the talks about her being uh, a, a female and the things that she should be scared of, but now you have to explain to her to be any person of color in America to deal with that too. Yeah. And, and the, the two coupled, it's. Yeah. I can't imagine. Well, yeah. and Rachel and I used to work together. That's actually how we met. And she wasn't at work one day. And I was filling in. And they're like, well, where's the Mexican lady? <laughs> and I was excuse, just like. Excuse me? i just like, what? <laughs> and then he said it again. And I'm like, yeah, she's not here. Like, I just didn't even know, <laughs> know how to respond. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, you know, I'm, and what you and I have talked about, I'm. I'm a white female, never going to experience what you have. The, what I get is other white people talking to me about racist shit, thinking that because we look alike, we're going to agree. And you're like, I ain't the one. <laughs> I, look, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but, um, you know, if, if somebody were listening to the show and they were very grounded in their beliefs and whether they agreed one way or the other um if you had to with heart tell somebody uh what would you leave somebody with who maybe didn't think that the hate crimes on asian americans or any other um you know a person of color what what would you leave with them as far as like i said um to just you know in the best if if you had to and i don't want to say like turn the other cheek antics but you know if you can't resolve violence with violence and so if you had to just use your heart to try and persuade somebody or just to get what would you say to get somebody to just think for just a second i think one of the like what is it meant to you we all have a predisposition for discrimination we all do you know it it's comes from experiences that we've had in life and our upbringing and all that stuff we all have that predisposition you know but it's a matter of like trying to be above that and be better than that yeah you know i think i had one of many profound moments in my life but what this one really stood out to me was last year um, I was in Indianapolis and I watched a black woman get just hit so hard with a car in a parking garage. I mean, she just got hammered with it and it tossed her. And we all jumped out of our vehicles and we weren't running to help her, you know. And there's me, an Asian American. There was another man that was a Mexican American. There was another person that was a white Amer- Caucasian American. Then there was this black woman and. And, and then there was the guy that hit her and, you know, just, yeah. we, we all came from like different walks of life, you know, and after like, we kind of got her settled down, we're waiting for the ambulance to arrive to check her out and she's just like shaking and I'm holding her hand and she's just crying her eyes out. And she, she made this beautiful point that um, how the media portrays people from all different walks of life as being so different you know and being so 
hateful to one another and not loving one another. And she said she's just having this beautiful epiphany about life and just how she has people surrounding her from every walk of life, from every corner yeah. of the world. And we're nothing like what the media says that we are. That had to be comforting. It was, you know, as far as like what had just happened to her is traumatic and unfortunate. Yeah. It did have to be comforting to out of that see um, yeah. everybody of, like you said, different nature coming together. Yeah. And, you know, it was really, I, I recognized that before, you know, as a person, but hearing someone else recognize it in like a moment of pain and grief how we could all be there for her yeah and she could see that like some and she said that it was not something she'd ever experienced in her life she was just always believed that we were all just hated each other and it was all because of the media because she'd never been exposed really to that to very many other cultures than her own culture you know and her own well i think that's a lot of it i don't think you know when when you surround yourself with only one type of of people or you know a certain type of culture that's all you're gonna know yeah you i be, mean you become a product of your environment yeah and people just have to start being more open-minded you know on a not just in times of need or in times of pain but also just in everyday life you know i mean if you always surround yourself with people that hate what are you gonna become you're gonna become that hate right you know just like just like we talked about earlier with like growing up accustomed to using you know people's past or things personally against them right um, you know and you hurt you throwing out you know hateful language right away yeah. you use that because that's what you are around all the time yeah we definitely need to do better we need to do better as a as a country and as just people and we need to love each other more you know that's why i, I love volunteering i love like I love getting out and meeting people from different walks of life. I love staying close to my own roots. And I, when I travel, I love to go where I'm going to find a new culture, you know? And I think that's what keeps me very open-minded, you know? So, they even say science even proves, you know, okay, so you have, like, all of these full-bred dogs and pets that we have, right? Mm -hmm. They're just beautiful, and they're, like, they're show dogs, and, you know, they're AKC registered, and they're purebred, blah, 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 right? But what, what happens the more this breeding continues? They get, you get stupid. farther away from the They start yeah, having the diseases. Source. They start having, like, and even science proves that every nationality has biological diseases that run in their dna right? right and the more people you know make those beautiful mixed babies well let's the healthier we become as let's people, look at it that as way human beings is, let's look at it that way is if you're only breeding in one species eventually a couple of those dna's are gonna mix right and then you're only mixing and mixing and mixing on top of that yeah so yeah see but that's what the royalists used to do to keep their bloodline pure, pure. whatever yeah. and look what happened to I them know. now <laughs> i know look i think megan and harry whoever they don't even want to be a part of that shit anymore you know so uh henry harry who harry. is it harry. harry okay see yeah yeah you try to get out of that shit because yeah that's what yeah 
Hitler wanted to do the same fucking thing. <laughs> so, you know, not the strongest defense. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't defending it. <laughs> I was not just pointing it out. Yeah. Just pointing that one out. Yeah. But even like like I said, when people make comments to you know, to me because of us being the same, the comments that get told, I just want to be like, really just say that back to yourself because you sound like an idiot. Yeah. I remember when I was little, someone told me that um, black folks had extra muscles in their legs, and that's why they ran faster and played basketball and all this. And I'm just like, that makes no sense whatsoever. We are all human. Yeah. So you're telling me one specific race out of all the humans is a super race is a super race (laughs) (laughs) even though we all came from the same planet (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it was just like that makes no sense yeah well i think the trouble too is like what you said like if people just research and get online and like google and Go deeper than that's Google. That's too much. Don't, that's, yeah, it's too much these I mean, days. People would rather scroll through Facebook thought. and see something like a screenshot that somebody shared, and just take that as like they're and like, "Well, did you news. know this?" And then they go right. and they relay that information like it's facts, and right. it's like you literally saw a shared meme yeah. on the internet, and then you are telling somebody with conviction this thing you saw that you have no fucking clue, yeah, if it's true or not. My well, favorite when it's articles for like the Onion. Are these like yeah. parody and they're like I can't believe this shit and it's like first of all it literally says fake news at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> like, like they have a disclaimer but you wouldn't know that because you didn't read the article right. you just read the title and then you got up in arms right <laughs> yeah I really do I think some people are getting better about that and some people not so much you know yeah well it's just it's my daughter's getting woke. Slowly but surely. That. We're having yeah. fun conversations. So My daughter definitely is as far as like growing up with alternative parents, you know, she doesn't see much that's weird in, yeah. in the world. She doesn't like other kids when we're out in public, they look at my wife and I, you know, like facial piercings, heavily tattooed, big plugs, all this, and they stare and they point and they'll leave it like to pull on their mom, like, Mom, look, you know, like with no like it was um no slyness whatsoever you know they're not they're not trying to be discreet (laughs) no discreet and they're like just blatantly pointing it out and it doesn't offend me i'm used to it and i understand it is weird for some kids that aren't accustomed to you know seeing things like that and uh but you there's not much that you can do and like we have several gay friends several interracial friends several interracial gay friends transgender friends um friends from every walk of life come in and out of our door every day so there's not much that our kid doesn't see or isn't exposed to that she would be like i don't understand this you know whenever she gets older and that's that's just the kind of person that we're trying to breed is like Somebody who isn't shook by things being different, but are she stands up for the people who try to oppress that. Yeah. You know, we try to put that in her like, she don't does. put up with that shit. Right. And she understands love is love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's my daughter's always been that way since she was little. She's always been the one to stand up for 
the small person. Look, we're doing, we're making waves. We're doing it. It's going to take a long time and it's going to take a few more generations to weed out like some of the people who are still passing down that hate. But eventually we're all moving in large quantities in the right direction. And I think that if we are given the right time and we don't ruin everything too soon, I think think that eventually it will be a much better place for our grandchildren and whatnot yeah so i want to know what you think because it's easy for us to say i think things are improving but we we don't deal with the judgment like people of color do or women of color yeah so i mean i'm i think we've got a lot to learn i think i think that's why like it's really great um that I've kind of worked through some issues over the last 10 years and I'm able to sit here and have a voice, you know, and have that pride in who I am and pride as a woman, but pride is also a person that comes from a really cultural background, you know? I mean, I just think that I think the world's got to do better, but you know, it's not just about, it's just hate in general that pisses me off. You know, I like, when was it, when is it okay to ever attack elderly people right. walking down the street of any race of any right. gender right. of any background doesn't matter who the fuck does that she was like what 92 you're just a pussy yeah i'm sorry yeah and that man I, in california walking his reg- his neighborhood his regular neighborhood that he walks every single day yeah you know killed because he was kicked down by those two kids that ended up robbing him you know blah 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 You know, more Asian hate. It's been happening for... I've dealt with it my entire life. It is obviously more... um, More aggressive over the last year. You know, thanks to, you know, people not using better words to the public. And, you know, people just not... But, you know... It's just ignorance. Yeah. There's just so much ignorance in the world. And I just wish people would just step out of of their box. Yeah. You know, and and just open themselves up to other people. And that just goes into, like we said, like, ignorance just blatantly meaning, like, uninformed. Right. Like, you just, you need, we need to step away from, like, social media for a minute and just read a book or read an article or just fucking really try to educate yourself. Or when people just have conversation like we're having right now. What if you... Like, what happened to people having a conversation? What if you tried listening, (laughs) Right? Uh, Yeah. Well... (laughs) And you just step back and fucking shut your mouth and listen for a minute and try to see where someone else is coming from. Right. One of my favorite quotes is some people listen to understand and some people listen to to respond. respond. Yeah, that's a good one. And when I ever heard that, it stuck so well with me and it kind of helped me learn how to deal with people. Instead of getting frustrated, go, okay, you're, you're just one of those folks. Yeah. And I can try to get you to listen or to have an understanding to go back and forth but if sometimes you just can't yeah also i did do my research when it came to the virus i watched south park and i know stan's got it came here because stan's dad fucked with that (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen the new i haven't seen that special so i I need to catch up with it spoiler that's that's all right i don't mind spoilers at all i would tell you if i like there's very few things in life that i don't want spoiled but everything else like i don't like surprises i'd rather know yeah 
Like, have you watched the new Falcon and Winter Soldier? I have not. I, I'm kind of waiting for all the episodes to be out yet. I, yeah, look, I didn't like watching WandaVision week to week. Um, it gives you something to look forward to every week, and then the days go by so quick that you're like, oh, shit, it's already Thursday again. But yeah. I'd rather, it's only six episodes, I'd rather just wait six weeks and fucking watch it all at once. Yeah. So I was house-sitting for Rachel, and I didn't have my glasses on, and I was a little high, and I'm on Disney+. Plus. And all I saw was the the little picture from WandaVision, and I thought it was somebody in blackface. And I was like, why the <laughs> fuck is this on? On Disney Plus? <laughs> on what are Disney we doing? Plus. What is going she on? She said, oh, hell no. Well, it's like everybody freaked out. Like, I, I literally deleted um, my own father and stepmother off of Facebook because they got all up in arms about the Dr. Seuss thing. Yeah. And I tried to explain to them. Like, my my stepmom's like, uh, this is just ridiculous. This is outrageous. I guess I'm going to go have to buy those books so we'll have them forever and blah, 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 and they can't cancel them from us. And I'm like, here's the thing. It's six books nobody gave a fuck about in the first place. All right? <laughs> They're not... They, it, it wasn't Green Eggs and Ham and the Grinch. All right? right. It was other low-key title Dr. Seuss books that were offensive. They did have like culturally inappropriate stigmatisms that that were negative slurs towards people of color. Like uh, there was some one Asian of some sort where it was I can't I can't even begin to recall exactly in which ways it was so hateful, but it was blatant. And Disney said like look, we're sorry for this because or not Disney, uh, Dr. Seuss his his daughters or something they were like this is something that wasn't an issue back then and it was just acceptable but that doesn't mean that it's okay and we're trying to move forward from that yeah and it was a thing where i tried to explain like these are the books that are being canceled these are the reasons why and you just said yourself you need to go buy those books which means you didn't have them before well i didn't really want to make the argument that Look, you've never fucking made, you've never read any of these books or any Dr. <laughs> Seuss books to your fucking kids. Like, especially, I don't, you know, I don't want to like get that hateful against my dad, but be like, I don't want to hear any fucking thing about reading books to kids about anything or what books you're going to read to your grandkids because you didn't read shit to me. Yeah. So, and but just to make that fight and like, why? Why do is your first instinct when somebody is hurt and somebody is is getting. I don't, I'm not going to say special treatment. They're getting a spotlight on their issues because it needs to be spotlighted. It needs to be talked about. And all of a sudden, people get offended that the attention's not on them or like it affects them in some way. Like the all lives matter thing. I fucking hate that thing. It. Look, we didn't say all lives don't matter. We're just saying right now, black lives matter because black people are being killed fucking out in the open, in the streets, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nothing's being done about it. Yeah. But that doesn't just happen to just random white people all the time. Right. And when it does, if it's in a mass quantity, like there are also people of color included in those situations. Yeah. So to all of a sudden throw up these defenses and start trying to make your situation worse than everybody else, I've never understood that. There's just so many martyrs out there. <laughs> Want to be martyrs, yeah. Well, even when the pandemic started, her and I have talked about it. I heard so many people say, well, if I get it and I die, it's just God's will. 
First of all, you're not a fucking martyr. Right. If you get the virus and die, you're just a casualty of the virus. Right. You didn't save the world from dying of the virus. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You weren't fucking, was it, uh, Will Smith and <laughs> I Am I Legend. Am Legend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to remember your name. You're going on a list of COVID deaths. Like, yeah. That's, all right, don't, don't make it sound so fucking biblical. It, it was just ridiculous. It was just all of it has been just so ridiculous yeah and just the blaming and that and if this offends anybody with what i'm about to say and you're part of that group i really don't give a fuck but all the QAnon stuff oh yeah don't that doesn't even need to be prefaced with uh <laughs> with an apology like no if if look you can bounce the fuck off of all these platforms if that's the case all right i mean and it's almost become a cult. It's like you either believe this or you don't. And if you don't, then you're a horrible person. Or if you do, it just depends on what side you're on. You're a horrible person. And Yeah, you can't win right now. And you really just can't win. And God forbid you want to show any kind of sensitivity to anybody, then all of a sudden you're a snowflake or this. It's a bunch of like bullshit kids on the playground throwing rocks at each other. You know, and you know, my group is bigger than your group. Well, like you said, it's hard for it's hard for people like us to relate and understand because we have the comforts of sitting back and saying with perspective, if we want to look at it one way, be like, things are really bad, or we can just turn the other way and look at it another way and be like, things are getting better. But like you said, for somebody like you, Rachel, it's a reality you live with every day. So it's not something you get to say from perspective's point. It's Yeah, you know, I get and I feel the same way about my volunteer work, like not just like who I am as a person, but it's just like people don't want to be a part of the solution. They want to continue bitching about the problem. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's like, OK, it's let's start that way. Let's start fixing shit. Well, it's you know? even like voting. The people that, you know, bitch, bitch, bitch. Well, do you vote? Well, no, it doesn't do any good. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you wouldn't know, would you? Yeah. You know, I don't bitch about not playing the, or winning the lottery because I never fucking play. Yeah. It, right. There you go. There you go. And I've I'm, never never put those two together. But that's a perfect fucking analogy. Like, was it? Yeah, I, I don't vote because it wouldn't matter. Oh well, you don't win the lottery for the same fucking reason. Yeah. Well, it really disgusts me. It really. I don't think people. If I mean, I've witnessed. I've had uh, friends that are of color and us get pulled over, and me and my white. Uh, girlfriend female friend we got let go and they got held for questioning and the car got searched yeah yeah i mean it's ridiculous well, i guess my only my only claim to relativity on that is it, when i say i can't relate or understand with any of these things i have been discriminated against for my appearances be it that we you know being up on the mountain at night my wife and i and there was uh a car like there was two older people and it was like after 10, after the mountain shuts down. So mm -hmm. these cops pull up. We're just sitting there with Sonic drinks. And we're just looking at the city. And there's a car parked right in front of us that have like two older people. And uh, they hop in the car and fucking haul ass away when the cops pull up. And you have to go all the way to the top of the mountain and then turn around up there and then come back down. So you had to bypass us again. Right. And they pull up behind us and they see us and just had, you know, 
tattoos and plugs and all this shit and they're like what are you guys doing up here we're like we were just looking at the city and we're about to go back down oh yeah well you know it's after hours and all that and yeah well that car knew it was after hours too and they they hauled out of here like they had something to fucking hide you didn't go chase them back down because even when they whipped around the corner they like hauled ass past the cops and they're like we're just sitting on that wall and they're running our plates and everything and they're like doing background checks and uh my my wife had a shirt on there was a local metal band back in the day called the handshake murderers and they were like what you because it's all metal font so it's hard to read and they're like what's that shirt say what's that with all the blood all over the shirt what's that say and she's like the handshake murders and uh they're like what is that is that some kind of gang is that some kind of cult she was like no it's an old broken up band <laughs> and we just like being assholes and discriminating against us just out of appearance right whenever i'm like the other couple up here look really fucking suspicious when they hopped in the car and sped away really quick yeah we were just hanging out like but I've, of course always been shit on for like appearances and right. just being stereotyped and so i mean that is the only thing in relation as far as uh, you know being singled out for something that is ridiculous a lot of tattoos but can we talk about the importance of it doesn't matter what race you are or what gender you are if you have a lot of tattoos it is not okay to go up and touch somebody's tattoos and look at them it's never okay never don't okay it's never okay to get into anyone's space you can't stick your finger in my ear hole I'm sorry. Stop asking. And what's... Is that a legit question? <laughs> I swear to God, people have been like, can I put my finger through it? Or the, or the pregnant belly where everyone yes, wants to can touch I your rub belly. Your, or they won't even no, ask. They'll just come up and do it. Don't fucking touch me. Please Why don't. are you touching me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, the, that was the best thing to come out of this pandemic, though, was the whole six-foot rule. Well, I that agree. went away. I love the six-foot rule. I was thrilled by the aspect of getting rid of handshakes because I was like, great, I never have to shake someone else's <laughs> hand again. That went out the door real fucking quick because people are like still extending their hand, and I'm like, now I look like you, an asshole because yeah, and I do. Yeah. I'm like, you can give me one of these, man, but I'm not open hand shaking your fucking hands. Like I shouldn't have done that before. You go to the bathroom. I, you don't know the amount of men I've seen just go to the urinal, shake it off, and walk right out the fucking door i seriously thought you were gonna say go to the urinal and start looking over and compare because i feel like y'all do that no no it's no you walk in you look at the fucking wall you don't even you don't even like look at your own dick you just look at the wall (laughs) and you do your shit you walk away like that's my experience i've never had anyone peek on me you do you can see the other guy out of the side and he's looking at the fucking wall too and he can see you looking at the wall like you don't you just don't acknowledge anybody so if you've ever, you've seen the Jumanji remake, yeah, I would totally be Jack Black. Like, oh my god, <laughs> what does yours look? Like? Like? <laughs> yeah. What does yours look like? Mine looks like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, you could do that. <laughs> and I finally <laughs> tried to write my name. I'm not gonna lie, I tried to write my name. Just, just. yeah. I mean, it's it's easy. It's, it's easy. Yeah. I had to piss in the woods the other day. It was I want to see fun. you try to write your name. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot of like wobble baby wobble. <laughs> and then and then you got to stop and be like, well, hold on, you're gonna give me about thirty minutes, and then I can finish yeah. it off. I have a long name, <laughs> Jay. Jay. Why are there two ends? Uh, or we're gonna have to do this in cursive. It's all gonna link. Okay, there's no breaks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, VVNC, for hosting us again, as always, taking good care of us. Thank you, ladies, for <laughs> coming. Another fun show. Kind of dark at times. Yeah, yeah I'm but not that's sorry. You know, Thank whenever you. we hit you up, like, <laughs> I wanted to know your opinion, you know, Stop and that's where you were like, I don't think you want to be talking about this. And I said, absolutely, I do. Yeah. Because, again, this isn't just a platform for comedy, it's a platform for you two's opinions and voices, and those things matter. And being females in today's society and being a person of color in today's society, your voice holds so much more weight than you give yourself credit for and you already do so much advocacy the two of you for so many different people and backgrounds and everything that you do and i think you know you having an autistic son and you being of color and everything else that like you guys have a lot of stake in everything that you say and i think that you should really be proud of that and use this platform as a sounding board to bounce all those things off of and let everyone know yeah. and come get those those realities out. I definitely appreciate that. Co-host on Baseball Banner and just talk shit. And then you go to Baseball Banner and all, all the fucking all the points are made up, none of the rules matter and but when Disc OGs does any kind of 90s hip hop, I feel like we should be on that. Well, before we go, before we uh, shut off right now, I'll let you know that like Disco G's has been um, transitioned to an open platform. So with that being said, if you guys have any artists that you'd like to just do a deep dive on, you don't have to wait for the host. You just let me know. We'll schedule it. And you do your own deep dives. Come in, talk about whatever band or musician or artist it is you want to do. And uh, get your own co-host, do your own research, and then just let me know. And we will make that. So it's not just a one host, one show thing. It's really just, it's kind of a... It's kind of like a culmination of all the VVNC hosts uh, and shows where you can go and, like I said, if you guys want to do one, you just do your own. Me and Sloan yeah. are about to do, uh, uh, right, we're in the process of doing Rise Against right now. And then so after that, um, you know, we'll, we'll go to the next one or if you guys have one you'd like to do. That's the what I was listening to y'all's uh, trailer for uh, Rise, Against, Rise yeah. Against Machine. And that's when I hit the button. So we were talking, we were thinking we should have a Nerf battle ga like, game against you guys. Like, yeah? All the podcasts. That we could do that. We'll figure out a good place, a good time. This summer's going to be great. We'll do a lot of team building things, you know, whatever that means. Going out and getting <laughs> drunk somewhere and playing games. But um, thank you guys for, for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This has been a lot of fun. It, it always is. is. Yeah, VVNC, also known as Vapor Valley Noise Cult, because I don't think we've said what it actually stands for yet. It's a mouthful, yeah. <laughs> it e is. Even VVNC is a handful of confusing acronyms. So, yeah. um, you know, but it is a noise cult. It's we're making noise. We're that's trying right. to hashtag Be Heard 2021, right. and uh, that's what we're doing right now. You know, and so it's funny. It. It's informative. You want to do a podcast? You can hit up AJ at VVNC at on Instagram, and I don't know where else you're at. Instagram. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> most prevalently, it would just be yeah the on Instagram at VVNC Studios. You can just DM me or VVNC Studios at gmail com, and uh, we'll get you set up. We'll get you guys doing this. You know, you can bring your opinions and get your voice out here. Although, if we don't agree with that opinion then it's not going to work out <laughs> <laughs> i'm just joking 
and try not to drink a lot and puke in the bathroom on your first day but if you do we'll accommodate it you know, we're really good at that too it's all love over here oh my God. all right ladies well thank you for your time and have a really good night thanks for listening bye This production is brought to you by Vapor Valley Noise Cult.